Hey, friends, welcome to another episode of the Soul Path Podcast. And today I want to talk a lot about pain and suffering and this kind of this part of the human experience that oftentimes we like to try to ignore or shut out or let's do some positive thinking and all that kind of stuff. But come on, let's just face it. If you are hurting every single day, life kind of sucks. And sometimes that's hurting physically, the body aches and pain. Sometimes the body's just broken and doesn't want to cooperate. And then sometimes it's mental anguish. You just got a headache. Your head is so full, so much on the plate. Ah, my head feels like it's going to get split in two. And sometimes it's heartache, deep in the heart, emotional pain, the pain and suffering that comes from relationships that are broken and betrayal and backstabbing and this kind of stuff. Uh, those are very real parts of the human experience, of course, as you well know. The question is not whether or not we're going to deal with pain and suffering. It's just how do we handle it as it happens? And if you find yourself in a situation where you're kind of crippled by chronic pain or where you just deal with this pain and this agony at whatever level, you deal with it day in and day out. It just wears you down. It breaks you down. And that is hard to recover from. So today I want to share with you some secrets on how exactly you can stop hurting and start healing today, wherever that's at. You can stop the unnecessary pain and suffering, begin to reduce that pain and suffering, and start on your own healing journey, body, mind, and soul to begin to restore that sense of wholeness, that sense of, okay, I've got this. I'm going to make it. I'm going to keep putting one foot in front of the other. I'm going to incrementally improve my quality of life, my well-being, so that I can feel a little bit better tomorrow than I did when I woke up today. You see, I have survived three major vehicle accidents. Uh, twice I was ejected from the vehicle flying through. One of those times, the worst of it, 80 miles an hour flying through the air, landed face first on the concrete, splat, busted my jaw, shattered my cheekbone, knocked out all my teeth, broke my lower jaw, busted my shoulder, my shoulder blade, compressed my lower back. I was eating through my nose and breathing through my neck. And I woke up in just the most excruciating agony you might imagine. So that's just one. Uh, one episode. I've been through five major surgeries on my knees and ankles. I've spent thousands of hours in physical therapy and spent over a decade limping around with that club foot dealing with chronic pain. And all of this pain and suffering taught me that I wasn't indestructible. And it really equipped me, I, I think, with the humility and the compassion to be able to relate to people who are suffering. And so I can be here now sharing these secrets that are going to, I believe, help you get back on the path to better well-being. If your body feels broken, if your heart is just aching to live this life that you long to live, but you feel stuck and you can't overcome the pain and suffering, let me tell you what, there are three things that you can do that will, I promise, get you back on the right path. Number one, shed the doubt. First things first is that you have to believe that you can feel better. And I know it's hard when you hurt every single day, right? It's easy to lose hope and start believing that things are never going to be better, right? We just kind of surrender to this. Uh, this is the way it is. My life sucks. My back hurts. My body hurts. My heart hurts. You know, I'm dealing with this misery. And for whatever reason, I'm just resigned to accept that this is the way that it is. And I'm telling you right now, you have to stop. You have to reject that thought and start believing that you can feel better. Shed the doubt. It doesn't matter if you've tried every medication under the sun, if you've tried every modality, if you've seen every therapist and nothing has worked in the past. There is 
hope. There is a way, a very systematic process wherein you can incrementally improve your well-being, your quality of life, regardless of what's going on in the body, the brain, the heart, and all of that. So if you feel like there's nothing that you can do, let me tell you that there is nothing that could be further from the truth. The truth is that there are many things that you can do to regain a sense of control, to regain a sense of hope and optimism that you you can feel better. You have to believe that you can. If you don't believe that you f- can feel better, you never will, right? What happens a lot of times, I think, is that people get stuck in this idea. It, we begin to attach the label of Oh, I, you know, I have fibromyalgia, for example. This is a very common pain I've helped people process through because it's, it's, it's a kind of this phantom. It's hard to pin down. It's real difficult to say exactly what the cause of it is. It's just there. And a lot of people don't want to uh, explore or stay curious about things like the psychosomatic connection or the way in which the mind perceives pain and also the way in which the mind projects pain. Right. And so if when we begin to just accept that, oh, I have this this debilitating chronic condition, this debilitating pain, then we we separate ourselves from the possibility of improvement of feeling better. And that is uh, no no good place to be. Right. You can't actually improve if you don't think that you can improve. So number one secret is to shed the doubt and believe that you can. And then the second secret is to lose the illusion of imperfection, really. You need to lose the illusion that you're stuck. You are not stuck. You are not a victim. Pain is not in control of your life, though it may seem that way right now. And at times when pain and agony is gripping you or the suffering and the heartache is gripping you, it may seem like pain is in control of your life. But the truth is you are an incredible cosmic creature. You were born with a gift inside you, that gift of choice. There is more power within you than you can even possibly imagine. And when we begin to tap into that inner world, right? When uh, when all of a sudden pain has crippled and crushed us and our world, and it just seems small and pain seems inescapable. What's really happening is we're we're looking at all the things that we don't have control over and forgetting the things that we do have control over. Simple things like the power of our breath, like the power to place our awareness on gratitude and things like this. Little simple tools that shift the way that that we relate to the pain in our lives. Why am I hurting? What's the point of all this? What, you know, why me? And all that kind of stuff uh, is, is a recipe for disaster. It actually amplifies the pain. And this is, uh, this is something that I had to deal with that I, it took me a really long time to accept this idea of phantom pain that my mind could actually be creating pain that doesn't truly exist in my nervous system, except that it exists in my perception of nervous uh, signals from my nervous system, right? And so I was when I was waiting for the VA to amputate my foot, I'd been limping around every step of every day, hurt very bad. So I was in constant pain. That pain had worn me down. I was feeling miserable. I was feeling broken. I was feeling desperate. I was feeling uh, like, geez, you know, what's the, what gives here? You know, I can't do anything. I felt kind of worthless. And so then my, my mental 
deterioration. I lost hope. I lost that fighting spirit. And it was kind of in this place, not hopeless, but at this point where I was just like, ah, you know, about to give up when something snapped in me. And I realized, you know what, self, get out of bed, you know, retake control of your life because I've got to be in charge here. Me, the spirit within me, not this pain in my body. And later to find out this pain in my brain. So as I was dealing uh, with the physical pain, the time came. What, it, what was going on was there was uh, some screws that were, I had 11 centimeter long screws up through my heel, two of them. It was a subtalar fusion in the ankle. And one of those screws had penetrated through the front of my ankle and was kind of berating the deep peroneal nerve. And talk about pain. If you can imagine the point of a screw and a little chunk of bone just constantly rubbing against the nerve, that's pain. <laughs> that's a strong pain signal. Well, what happened was they were able to remove the hardware from the ankle. And so that was no longer causing pain. So that was no longer anything in there rubbing against the nerve. But the pattern or the perception of pain in my brain had been lit up so much for so long, over a decade, that that pain still persisted in my brain. So I was still feeling pain, even though the cause of that pain had been moved away. And as I was going through counseling for the amputation, uh, which, which didn't happen, uh, but I had to go through counseling to, for, for amputation and meet with every amputees, one of the things I was introduced to was this concept of phantom pain and phantom itching. And at that point, you can say for sure, like, okay, if the foot was cut off, but the foot still hurts, that pain is not the, the nerves in the foot telling me that, you know, there's something wrong. That pain is literally pain perception in the brain. And so that kind of opened my mind to the possibility that maybe I was dealing with phantom pain. Maybe I had this residual impression of pain in my mind or this perception of pain in my mind that didn't actually exist in, in the biology, in the nerves. And so that was, again, a hard thing. And back to you know shedding the doubt that I, that I believe that I could eliminate the pain. Well, I desperately wanted to. And I had hurt for so long, I'd kind of thought that, well, maybe I'm just going to have to live with this. But I just... I had to reject that. I had to shed that doubt. I had to believe that I could feel better. I had to be able to fix this. And as I began to study and learn more about phantom pain and the possibility of remapping pain perception in the brain, this was the alternate approach to them implanting a uh, an implant in the in the back that was going to disrupt the pain signal, right? But what I couldn't, why, why I paused on that and wasn't real quick to have him to go jam some electrodes in my spinal column so that it would interrupt the signal was because I couldn't figure out, well, why is the signal coming if the hardware is not there, right? And again, if they cut off my foot, would I still be feeling the same thing? And so I was exploring these this other path of pain perception. And, you know, I had to lose the illusion of pain <laughs> and realize that, you know, there was something to this, uh, this perception of pain that I had control over. I wasn't stuck. I wasn't a victim. I wasn't out of control. I could regain control of my perception of pain uh, very systematically. And so I took I took a long-term approach at that and worked at it over the course of years, was able to reduce and ultimately eliminate that pain. But that was uh, a big turning point in my life. So the secrets that I'm sharing with you today, I kind of got lost in story there for a second. You know, I just want you to know that these are things that they sound simple to say, but they are truly profound in the impact at the personal level. And I know this to be true, not just for myself, but I've taken these lessons that I've learned through my own suffering and shared them. I've taught thousands of hours. I've helped hundreds of people 
overcome pain in their own life, to regain that control, to reduce the pain, get on the path of healing, and get back to that life that's worth living instead of being crippled by pain, transforming that pain, using that pain to gain tremendous personal insight and really catalyze very profound personal growth. So the key in losing the illusion is to accept the gift of life just as it is. So losing the illusion of imperfection, it cannot be any other way than it is. The pain and suffering in your life has helped shape you. It has helped strengthen you. It has helped teach you humility. The pain and suffering in your life has equipped you to be who you were born to be. And really, it's preparing you to to bear your gift, to bear your fruit, to share your heart with the world in the way that it's meant to be shared. So don't lose heart. Don't lose hope. Believe that you can. Shed the illusion. Embrace the you know, Accept the gift, but embrace the pain in a sense. Embrace this pain as an opportunity to learn lessons that are hard-learned lessons, to learn the lessons of wisdom that oftentimes come directly through the path of suffering. The third secret is to prioritize the path. It's prioritizing the path of healing. So whether you have a broken body or a broken heart or both, your healing journey is going to start right where your feet meet the ground, right? It starts right here in the right now. And a lot of times when we're hurting, we think back to, oh gosh, if I hadn't have done this thing, then I, you know, or hadn't have experienced this life event, then I wouldn't be where I'm at. And so we kind of live in the past. Or we think about, oh, I'd love to be able to go do these things, but I can't because of my pain. And so we're living in the future. But in both of those places, we have no control. We can't control what happened in the past, what broke our body, what broke our heart. Uh, We can't control what happens in the future so much as we can control right here, right now. We can take control of ourselves, right? We can tap into that inner strength, that inner awareness, that power of choice. There's a choice in every second. We can choose to use change. We can catalyze change in our life by harnessing our habits. We do this. When we do this and we prioritize the path of healing, we put ourselves on the path to incrementally improve our quality of life, to systematically reduce the pain and suffering. And let me just take a time out to say that doesn't mean that everything can be fixed. It doesn't mean that all pain is going to go away. What it means is that you can change your relationship with pain. You can quite literally, quite scientifically, quite predictably change your level of pain perception. And it's not coincidental that pain perception is directly related to your emotional state. So if we're in a a negative emotional state, we're feeling down, we're feeling low or potentially feeling sorry for ourselves, then we are going to experience pain at a much higher degree of perception than if we're feeling positive, we're feeling high vibe, and we're feeling optimistic about the future. And just just note that. And if there's any inner resistance and you want to say, oh, that's not true, it can't be that easy, I'm telling you right now, it's true. It's a fact. There's no denying it. And you should try it. You should shed the doubt, lose the illusion, prioritize the path, and experiment with this. Be curious. These are simple things that can be done to change that relationship. But back to the path. I know it's so easy to miss the importance of taking care of yourself, right? Even when you're suffering, even when you're dealing with pain. And in fact, I think a lot of times uh, when we're suffering, we're dealing with pain, taking care of other people is often a convenient distraction from our own pain and discomfort. 
But in order to reduce the pain and regain control of your life, you're going to have to prioritize yourself starting now. And what that means is rather than dismissing pain as just something you're going to have to live with, start to believe that you can improve your well-being. You can improve your quality of life. You can improve how you feel. You can feel better tomorrow than you do today when you prioritize taking care of yourself. And sometimes that means rather than using all your energy or spending all your energy you know, running around putting fires out for other people, spending some time in self-reflection, investing in yourself, you know, taking a, an emotional inventory, if you will, figuring out what's going on inside you, what's going on in your body physically. When you say, I hurt, what hurts specifically? The more specific you can label your pain, the better. Generalized pain is uh, generally a cop-out Basically, if you think, oh, my back hurts, well, there's your back is a very complex organ, you know, chunk of the body, right? Uh, you got all the different bones and different discs and the different, you know, all this kind of stuff. You got all the different muscles, all the different ligaments. There's so much going on in your back. What do you mean your back hurts? Where? Where specifically does your back hurt and what kind of pain is it? Is it a sharp pain? Is it a dull pain? Is it an achy pain? Is it a burning pain? You know, these are things that are clues. And if you believe that you can feel better, then you need to understand that in order to feel better, you must first understand what's actually going wrong, right? What's actually broken, not just uh, my back hurts. That's not specific enough for you then to be able to address it and be able to incrementally improve it. So by getting specific, prioritizing that self-care, taking that time to really uh, begin to analyze logically, take a logical look at what's going on physically, what what are you doing to contribute to your pain, right? If uh, if we're immensely overweight, for example, I was I, w- I weighed 225 pounds when I was waiting for the VA to amputate my foot, and one day I realized that every step hurt so damn bad. If but if I just could keep in mind, I'm only I'm 5'10", right? So my peak weight is you know probably down around 160, and actually I was able to go from 225 down to 150 to be uh, just very lean and mean and fine-tuned machine. It took me a couple of years to get there. I never set foot in the gym. But at one point, what snapped and what kind of triggered in my mind was the realization that being fat hurts. I made myself a sign in big red ink. It said, being fat hurts. I put it on the fridge. I put it on the mirror. I put it in a couple of places so I could see it and remind myself every pound of pain, that uh, every extra pound of body weight that I was carrying was a pound of extra pressure on my ankle. So literally, that extra poundage was extra pressure. That extra poundage was extra pain. So being fat hurts. And the same is true. If we are carrying more on our body frame than we need to, it's wear and tear on the knees and the back and the hips and the shoulders and the neck. And so to some extent, how we take care of our body, what our, our health weight, uh, what a healthy weight is, or to the extent that we're over a healthy weight, we are causing ourselves unnecessary pain and suffering. This is just a truth. Right? We can reject it if we want to, but if we accept it, then we can begin to do something about it. If we reject it, we're like, oh no, I can't exercise because my body hurts. Well, I'm telling you what, I was waiting for the VA to amputate my toot, 75 pounds overweight. I couldn't put, you know, I was on crutches, you know, bound to crutches on the couch. I too once felt like I could not do anything to improve my weight, but I realized I could. I could change what I was putting into my body. I could supple- I could use tea and drink lots more water. Uh, I could use breathing exercises. There were things that I could do, absolutely things that I could do to change my physiological state, to increase my metabolism and to lose weight. Again, losing 75 pounds without setting foot in the gym is possible. I know because I've done it and I've helped others do it too. I, I know that you can do it too if, you're, if you find yourself in that position. 
So, but you have to prioritize taking care of yourself. And that is so very key. Now, another thing to keep in mind is in, in, along this line of allowing yourself some time to take inventory. If you're dealing with a lot of emotional pain, why? Why are you unhappy? What is it? What is the pattern in your life? What is going on in your life that's producing this unhappiness? And not just, I'm unhappy, but why are you unhappy specifically? Just like being specific about the back pain, it's being specific about the pain in the heart. Or if you're feeling overwhelmed, what's on your mind? Literally, what's on your mind? And what begins to emerge as we begin to self-reflect and invest in ourselves in this way is a picture of life as it is right now. We can accept with gratitude that life as it is right now is is all we got, right? Life is all we've got, but we're alive. As long as we have the heartbeat, as long as we have the breath, we have that power of choice. We have this gift of life and all of the things in life, all of the uh, pain, the layers of pain are kind of pointing a big red arrow that says, pay attention, (laughs) pay attention to your physical pain, pay attention to your emotional pain. Pay attention to your mental pain, even your spiritual pain. What's going on here is an opportunity to grow. You have to first look and pay attention to see where that opportunity is at and then figure out what you can do about it, accepting what you cannot change and then taking control of what you can change. And what you find in doing that is that there is a a great deal of uh, life that we can regain control over. In particular, we can regain control over our mindset and we can set our minds to the path of healing. We can prioritize the path of self-care. We can get ourselves back on track to feeling better instead of just giving up and thinking life's just going to suck forever, right? That's no good place to be. If you feel like life's going to suck forever, smack yourself around right now, stand up, shake it off, shed the doubt, lose the illusion and prioritize the path and get back on your feet because you can, you have the power to do that. And if, if you're not there, if you're on this, uh, already on this path and you feel like you've tried everything or, or wherever you're at, understand right here, right now, you have unlimited power and potential at your disposal. It's free. It's available. All you need to do is reclaim the authority of your life. Reclaim your own inner strength, your own power of choice. Choose to use change. Set your mind to healing mode and begin to get after it. Take little steps, the little incremental improvements that are going to produce those positive things. Maybe just eat a little bit healthier today. That's one simple thing. Maybe get out and go for a walk. If you can go for a walk, that's one simple thing. If your body's stuck and you're totally broken, you're in a full body cast and you're dealing with agony, focus on the breath, breathing, mindfulness, meditation. That's going to change your pain perception. It's going to increase your pain threshold so it doesn't seem so intense. These things are scientifically sound, they're proven, but they're also backed by thousands of years of human experimentation, right? These are ancient secrets ancient secrets. And that wisdom is already within you. The truth is that you can reduce your pain and suffering. And you know that already. Your body knows how. You just have to allow yourself the time. Prioritize taking care of yourselves. These are the truths that life has taught me. We have to take care of ourselves. We have to love ourselves enough to do the right thing to help ourselves feel better. And I know it's not fun right? I mean, I've traveled down the bumpy road. I've hurt and I've healed and I've hurt some more. 
and suffering every second of every day. It really truly sucks. I get it. But you are stronger and more powerful than you can even imagine. You have an innate capacity to heal that will blow your mind. You just have to believe. You have to trust in the process. Start down that road. There is a systematic path, an integrated process that will produce. It will produce. I promise you, it will produce incremental improvement in every area of your life. You can reduce your pain and suffering. You can feel better tomorrow than you do today. You can feel better in an hour than you do right now. Again, I, I mean, I've, I share this because I care and also because I know, you know, I know that it works. I've spent thousands of hours teaching hundreds of people how to do just exactly these things. And now I'm sharing these secrets with you so that you too can start, stop hurting and start healing today. So if you want to feel better tomorrow than you do today and you have any questions, guys, Drop me a comment. Leave me a note. I'm here to help you. Look me up, lukethroop.com. I've got some yoga videos, luksyoga.com. There are things out there. There's so many resources available. I just want to encourage you today, uh, go out there and do something for you. Make the choice. Take the chance to feel better. And with that, I want to thank you for listening. It's always uh, an honor that you'd be here spending time with me. And I hope that you have a very blessed day. Peace.